Hey everyone, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, this is an odd time. It's the era of coronavirus, and so there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of anxiety out there, but I'm hoping to bring a little bit of relaxation to you. Sarcastic bullshit that has no bearing on the modern world and just kind of exists in this place of laugh at it if you like it, and if not, at least it's not the news telling you something horrible. You know, but when we last met, the uh, last podcast that you would have seen here, if you're paying attention, uh, we had the first half of Mrs. The Evil Couple, Mrs. Evil Couple. They are somebody that I have written so much about. I'm infatuated with them. The reason I started the blog that this podcast came from is because of them. And so anytime they show up, it's this entire like carnival. It's this entire happy place for me. I'm jazzed. I can't wait to see what they're up to. And they're always up to something. I mean, how many people do you know? Maybe 90% of the time you see them, they have nothing going on. And they're boring. But every time I see these people, every single time, there's something going on. And it's fascinating. And it's usually horrible. But much like a, a, a good movie, you can't look away. It's worth seeing. So, I just left her... She walked into to Coffee Bean, which is its own nightmare unto itself. And then I finished just heading down to, you know, Starbucks. I'm going to go to work. And so that's kind of, it's a two-parter, a twofer, two for Tuesday. This is where that one ended. And now this one begins on today's Get the Fat Lady Off the Stage. We're not done here. On today's Caffeinated Humor. What a morning. I just saw the female half of my favorite evil couple, and then saw a dog take a piss on the leg of a $5,000 suit. There's a little bit of sun peeking out, and the crowd at Starbucks is light for a Monday. Holy shit. If you keep your eyes open long enough, lightning will strike twice. Mr. Evil Couple. Not three minutes ago, I heard his wife discussing their divorce on her cell phone. No wonder she went to Coffee Bean. She's given him the Starbucks in the divorce. He is sitting near the cream and sugar kiosk. I recognize those shirt surgical scrubs anywhere. And my mind is whirling the whole time I'm getting my coffee. I cream and sugar as calmly as I can, and then I slide into the open round table next to him. He seems to be engrossed in his coffee and texting. Now the next five minutes are somewhat confusing until I figure out what's going on. He texts, his phone vibrates loudly. He laughs softly, he texts again, his phone vibrates loudly. He mutters the word fuck under his breath, etc. It's like up and down. This goes on for three or four repetitions before I realize he's texting two different people. There are so many questions I want to ask him, but as I always do with the evil couple, I remind myself that they are not aware of the fact that I view their lives as my entertainment. At least that's what it used to be. Now? Shit, I feel like I have a stake in all this. He finally puts his phone down in a final gesture, like he signed out of both conversations. I'm dying. He sighs loudly. I go to take a sip of my coffee, and to my horror, I realize I'm speaking to him. Now, he and I have seen each other in Starbucks over the last several years, to the point that 
He'll nod good morning at me and I'll nod back. Your wife not joining you this morning? Oh, holy shit, what the hell am I doing? It seems to snap him out of his thoughts. He smiles an almost sad smile at me. No, she won't be joining me. It occurs to me that the last time I saw him and her together, she pulled me into their argument and then crapped on me. I'm trying to be nonchalant. Oh? Sorry to hear. I pretend to be going through email in a desperate attempt to seem like I'm making idle chit-chat. Yeah, well, we're separating. That pulls me away from my screen. This is no longer idle chit-chat. You know, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm divorced myself four years now. He looks at me with his head tilted slightly and I reminded that this is a highly educated, experienced man. Got any kids? Now his question caught me off guard. The last thing I imagined would be discussing divorcing kids with him. Two, live with their mom in Portland, Oregon. That's a long way to go. Yeah, tell me about it. On a personal note, sometimes it even seems longer. Let me ask you something. He sips his coffee and leans in. Sure. I think I'm ready for anything. Wrong. He hesitates for a second like he's trying to figure out how to phrase the question. Do you hate her? He completely understands that he's getting divorced. I know that much. I think about the question because it is a good one. I wanted to, especially in the beginning. He doesn't say anything, so I continue. But I have two kids with her. And as long as they breathe, I'm kind of tied to her. So I guess the answer is I can't allow myself to hate her. He nods and sips his coffee, leaning back in his chair. His phone vibrates, and he looks at the screen and looks a little shocked. Then he smiles. I gotta go. Without another word, he is up and out of Starbucks. Key thing here, he left his coffee behind. I see him take a left out the door. He's now moving in the direction of the coffee bean. The current location of a lot of really old people and his soon-to-be-divorced wife. I know that his office is in the opposite direction. Okay, I'm done being nice about this. I run out to the sidewalk and I look up the block just as he walks into the coffee bean. Nice. Now, I'm not getting misty-eyed over this, but God damn it, that's the ending to a movie starring Kevin Costner. What a morning. Gonna be a good day. Hey, hope you liked today's episode. Like it, subscribe to it. Hell, there's a link around here to help support it. But most importantly, listen to more episodes. You can also go to Amazon. You're going to find a series of books under the name Caffeinated Humor based on the podcast. Take care and have a great day.